Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, December 21st. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. SBJ's Michael Smith reports the final four candidates in the NCAA president search consisted of three with notable backgrounds, in politics either as a governor or senator, plus one traditional profile who previously was an AD. Further, Tom McMillan, a former U.S. congressman and now president and CEO of Lead One, the AD Trade Association, also was approached about the position. The priority that was placed on having a working knowledge of governmental wheeling and dealing reflects just how much the NCA expects to lean on Congress for help with creating a new model for college athletics. Newly minted Maine AD Jude Killey in his introductory press conference, loyalty is important here. People understand the dynamic of the importance of living in this community, being a part of this community, and being a part of the university. Now's not a day for hugs and high fives. We've got a lot of work to do. I'm looking forward to rolling up my sleeves with you and getting after it, so thank you. Killy thanks Miami, Ohio AD David Saylor for his mentorship and friendship and notes Saylor's best career advice is, focus on progress over perfection. Killy points to fundraising as a top priority, everything we do has to be driven by donor intent. So that's what we're going to find out. Who wants to be involved and why they want to be involved and how we can push that forward together. He officially starts January 30th with a five-year deal worth $250,000 annually. Fair Play for Women Act co-sponsor Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut and Representatives Alma Adams of North Carolina, Lori Trahan of Massachusetts and Suzanne Bonamici of Oregon, introduced the new piece of legislation yesterday. The bill seeks to add language to federal Title IX laws that would empower the Secretary of Education to issue fines for schools, out of compliance. The bill would also expand reporting requirements to K-12 schools. Given its timing five days before Christmas, the group plans to reintroduce the bill in 2023. UCLA AD Martin Jarmond is the latest department leader to plug his school's collective. In a letter to Bruin Nation, Jarmond writing, UCLA Athletics is committed to supporting our student-athletes' ability to profit off of their NIL, doing all we can to help them build their personal brands and assisting to maximize NIL opportunities. As such, we encourage all alumni, fans and friends of UCLA Athletics to support the collectives and marketplaces related to NIL opportunities for UCLA student-athletes. He even links to all three of the official collectives in his pitch, plus the Wooden Athletic Fund site. According to Fanatics, sales of officially licensed Colorado products are up 700% year-over-year since new head football coach Deion Sanders was hired on December 3. The Coach Prime Emblazon merchandise is some of the most popular. Interesting nugget from Front Office Sports. The Fanatics spokesperson would not comment on the cut Sanders received from sales of that apparel. Shadur Sanders, son of the coach and the incoming student-athlete transfer from Jackson State, will be able to participate in Fanatics' NIL jersey program in early 2023 when the transfer portal closes. USA Today's Dan Wolken writes on why signing day should be eliminated, with the NCAA liberalizing transfer rules in 2020 and pretty much making player movement a free-for-all, building a roster no longer revolves solely around high school prospects. In fact, for programs that aren't hauling in the four and five stars, which is to say most of them, decisions are now significantly influenced by who's in the transfer portal, where coaches often feel safer filling an area of need with somebody they've seen on film in college football games, rather than a high schooler who may or may not pan out.
That's perfectly fine, and in some ways good for the sport. But with the transfer window opening on December 5th and more than 1,000 players putting their names in the portal, it has created a circumstance where coaches have to figure out who's leaving, who they want to bring in as a transfer and which high school players they want to sign all within a couple weeks. In other words, complete chaos. Imagine a world where an NBA or an NFL team had to do coaching changes, free agency and the draft all in the same month, while, by the way, the season is still going on for a whole lot of schools. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, December 21st. We'll see you back here this afternoon.